I'm Simon King, and this is What's Wrong. Uh, hello, everybody. I'm sorry the podcast is a little bit late, but I do have an excuse. I have been on the road touring again for the first time in a uh, long, long time. I'm doing more than a couple of dates on the road. I mean, I know I've been doing uh, kind of, you know, three, four shows in a row, um, but this is the first time in a while I've been doing a, sort of like two weeks. Uh, so I think we're doing like a, a 14 shows in... Uh, in uh, 12 days or something like that, 11 days. I can't remember exactly how many we're doing, but it's uh, it's been fun so far. I'm uh, traveling and uh, uh, with a couple of great comedians, uh, Nash Park and uh, Matt Baker, and I'm going to try and get them on the podcast so we can have a guest or two. Uh, obviously, as you can understand, because I'm on the road, I can't get into the studio um, with the lovely and talented um, uh, Exacerbating, that's a good one for his adjective, uh, Mikey Greenwood. But uh, Mikey Greenwood is still very much involved in the podcast and hands-on, so do not worry, I have not gone back to flying solo. But uh, do you, well, I don't want to not give you guys something. I want to give you some podcasts. And uh, we have been in the car a lot lately. So just being able to sit down here at this lovely Airbnb in uh, Prince George, British Columbia, which is where I am, uh, in Prince George, BC. Um, and uh, I'll tell you a little bit about the tour, what we've been doing. And uh, we've got a few more, uh, two more towns left, three more shows left after tonight. And um, it's been good. It's been it's been a good time. It's been, uh, it's been interesting to get back out there. Um, and uh, sorry, my... I very self-conscious about being able to look at myself the whole time. I don't like this at all. <laughs> we don't normally have a monitor when we do it in the studio. I can't normally see myself. So now my uh, natural anxiety and nervousness comes through. So I can be like, oh, my God, that's what I look like. Uh, yep, poorly carved potato pumpkin, man. That's what I look like. Like if, if instead at Halloween, if instead of uh, squashes and like uh, instead of uh, squashes, that's what it is. I mean, fucking pumpkins, idiot. Instead of pumpkins. If they just use potatoes, it would look like this. It's like an Irish, I mean, Irish jack-o'-lantern. My name's Jack O'Lantern. That's my name. And I'm very much now, if you cut me open and put a candle inside me, I'm lovely. Anyway, I don't know what happened there. As you can tell, my voice is a bit wonky, too, because uh, I've been traveling, uh, and I, I've, I've somehow my, got a slightly hoarse voice. Not bad, nothing serious. That's not COVID, no, uh, no bugs or germs. Um, but I think it was me, um, the climate that I'm traveling through. It's interesting to be on the road again, too, because I have not been doing this like this for a while. This is an interesting, doing a lot of shows, doing, um, you know, traveling a lot, being hotel to Airbnb, which is where we are now, lovely Airbnb, uh, which I prefer over hotels. I do prefer Airbnbs over hotels because it feels like uh, you get to feel like you're a prowler just breaking into someone's house. You know what I mean? Like, what are all their stuff? Look at their stuff. Um, but I like it because usually the rooms are bigger and nicer, more comfortable, and have a more of a home homey feel. You know, hotels are great and everything, and I've stayed in some really lovely ones and some pretty rough ones. Um, but overall, you st you always feel like you're away. Whereas with an Airbnb, you feel like you know. You know, you could be, uh, you could be at a friend's house, which is, uh, you know, when I used to go on the road a lot, I used to stay with the lovely uh, Chris Gordon all the time, and that made me very happy because it was like having a home away from home, um, with a, a giant man child to, to hang out with. <laughs> I gotta have Chris Gordon on the podcast. He's one of the most uh, amazing people I know, and he's he's absolutely lovely. And uh, I'll have him on at some point soon. We are going to get back to regular schedule programming once all this traveling is done. Um, but as you can understand, it's kind of difficult to, you know, we started the new podcast or came back to the old podcast and changed formats with guests and everything um, before I really started hitting the road a lot. And so when I'm doing these extended tours and everything, it's very, it's difficult to coordinate guests as it is. I mean, the old days of doing the podcast, I used to be able to just kind of voice record on my phone so just tuck it into my seatbelt or whatever when I was driving or just you know sit down at a, at a at a hotel or something and just bang out a half hour for you but I uh, I can't do that anymore also it's nice that we have um uh you know a view here oh and I forgot to do this I'm Simon King and this is what's wrong did I do that I can't remember if I did that or not uh and also if you're listening to this you could be watching it 
You could be watching it on YouTube. You could go to uh, youtube.com slash the citizen strange, or you could just uh, Google uh, Simon King comedian, or you could just uh, on, on YouTube, or you could Google uh, big fat headed Simon King. Either one, doesn't matter. I'll pop up. I have good SEO, as they say, search engine optimization, search engine Optimus Prime. Those are my. That's my. <laughs> at least I can still make myself laugh at stupid shit. That's good, right? Um, so yeah, so, uh, I'm on the road and that's, and it's been interesting to do some, uh, some comedy again and kind of bang. And it just makes me realize how poorly prepared I am for the next hour of material. The first, uh, sort of 35 minutes of it is, is there. I think I've got pretty much all of it, uh, maybe 30 minutes. I mean, I'm, I'm doing hours right now, which is nice. So I'm doing hours. some shows I'm doing a little bit less just because we're flipping rooms. We're doing two shows in a night, which is a trip for me as well to go back to doing two shows in a night. I haven't done that in a long time. I usually just kind of show up, do one show, get drunk and fucking fall down. But at this time we're doing um, two shows in a night and some of the venues and it's been really kind of cool uh, to get back to that. It makes me feel like uh, when I was a younger comic doing clubs and stuff like that. So that's kind of been fun. And like I said, the guys I'm traveling with are lovely. So it's a really nice tour, um, except for the uh, slightly Kathleen Turner impression that I'm doing by accident. Although it has increased my Paul Giamatti and has made my Paul Giamatti way better because he has that sort of hoarse voice. And that works well. He's got a very soothing voice. I'd listen to any audiobook by by him. You know what I mean? It was the best of times. It was the worst of times. It was a time indeed. You know? I don't know. Maybe, uh, maybe, uh, maybe not. But I, like I said, my voice is a little bit ratchy, but we're not bad. We're, we're doing okay. I'm drinking a lot of tea, drinking a lot of coffee, a lot of coffee. Um, hmm. And if you're listening, you don't notice that I just drank a delicious mouthful of coffee. But, I mean, you heard it. But you didn't see it. You could be watching it. Um, yeah, and also, um, I'm uh, going to get back up on the Patreon thing, too, So uh, because we haven't been able to record any podcasts. We haven't been able to record any Patreon podcasts either. So you will get two Patreon episodes in July as opposed to because uh, we missed the June episode. So if you're a Patreon.com slash This Is Simon King subscriber, you will get an extra Patreon episode next month. And like I said, we're going to try and do a uh, podcast with, uh, with the boys I'm traveling with if we can and do some of that. So it should be fun. Um, but yeah, let's get back to material. It's not, uh, it, it's, you know, it's weird how like your brain goes through these spots. Like we did this, I don't think I've talked to you since we did the dark show, um, uh, which we did in Vancouver. It was the dark comedy show, which is, it was really exciting. I don't remember if we did talk or not. Maybe we did talk about it, but it was really good. We did it at the end of June and, um, I really enjoyed doing that, um, doing that show because it was like dark comedy. And I apologize if I've already talked about this, but uh, if I haven't, you're going to have to just, to, I don't know, fast forward. It's not like I have any reads. I'm not doing any ads, so you can just sit through this. <laughs> I like how weirdly mentally abusive I am to my audience, both of you. Um, we did the dark comedy show, which was uh, fantastic. We did it at the place called the Railway Club in Vancouver, which is um, it's now called the Railway Bar and Stage. But uh, and it's it's a great great little venue. It seats about sixty people. Um, we absolutely completely packed it out. I had to turn people away. So if you are around, uh, I think we're doing the next one at the end of August, August uh, 28th, I believe. And it was so fun to see so many comedians that uh, I really respect and, uh, and love and respect and admire doing really interesting stuff. It was it was one of the few shows I've been on in the last few years, which has just been every single multi-comic show. Like, when you're touring with professionals, yeah, you're used to everyone kind of hitting it out of the park. But when you're doing shows with, like, six or seven guests at different degrees of uh, of experience, you're used to some of them maybe not doing as well on that particular night. Not that they're not funny, but they're not just not getting it that nice. It doesn't tune in. 
And every single comic that was on that show, from the host, uh, who's the lovely Santonic, who's been on the podcast, uh, all the way up to um, myself at the end, I had a pretty good set. And everyone in between had just fantastic sets. And it was really nice to see everyone understood and held on to and honored the, the, the feeling of dark comedy. The idea behind the room, um, my co-producer Harris Anderson and I from the, you know, uh, multiple guests, the only uh, the only two-time guest on our podcast, Harris Anderson, uh, had a fantastic set, so funny, you've got to check out his stuff, uh, but that, uh, it was just so nice to get on stage to an audience full of people who were ready for it, you know, like really there, uh, ready for the kind of material, the kind of comedy we're going to put out, um, the, the spirit was right in the room, nobody was like talking to me before being like, yeah man, you should be able to get that PC stuff, no, they were all, they all understood what it was, it was, not, it's not about that, like I don't like when comedians talk about how I can't say whatever I want, well yeah, you can, you really can, you can, you just have to do it in a smart way, and it doesn't, also you can say anything you want, it doesn't mean it's going to work, but that's like with anything with comedy, I mean you can have a great joke about typewriters, but you think it's hilarious and nobody fucking gets it, well, it doesn't mean that, you know, you can't talk about typewriters. It means you're getting a very niche crowd. But I swear to God, if you get a room full of, like, 60- or 70-year-old retired law clerks, secretaries, people like that, anyone who worked in an office, they're going to fucking love that shit. They're going to be like, oh, that Smith Corona material is fantastic. That's fine. Nothing wrong with that. Just find your audience. And I think we did. I think we did. So I'm happy with that. And speaking of which, I'm having... I'm playing to some of some of you folks are coming out. That's fantastic. I've seen some of you, and I've seen some... Uh, I've uh, had uh, some people f- f- coming out from TikTok... I've not actually um, seen that fan base come up before, and now now I have, and that's been exciting on this trip. Uh, admittedly, we're doing a very, uh, you know, it's it's all in British Columbia this tour, so we're not really touring outside of BC, and some of them are slightly smaller communities. And I'll I'll take you through it right now. The first night we did uh, Hope, British Columbia, which is a small town about two hours uh, east of Vancouver in the Fraser Canyon. Um, it's quite a uh, blue collar town. Um, and uh, a lot of like uh, working people out there, and it was good. We did it. It was a pub. It was uh, it was a place called the Silver Chalice. It was in the afternoon. Uh, well, it was like late afternoon, early evening. So it's always difficult when you have shows like that in the summer with the light coming in and everything. But the show was good. Uh, then we did Merit the next night. We did uh, two shows in Merit. Those were great. Um, then we did a place called Summerland. Oh, Merit's on the way up as you drive uh, towards the interior, though. So if you've ever watched that show, Highway of Death, or whatever the fuck that is about the Coca-Cola, uh, it's one of the ones on there. Um, it's the major one before you hit Candlers. Then we did uh, Summerland, which was great. It was the, it was the lightest attended show. I mean, all these shows pretty much have been sold out, which is great, um, with very few exceptions. Uh, Summerland was an exception. It wasn't a huge audience, but it was the first show on the tour. I felt really relaxed and had fun. Um, you know, sometimes when you're working new material or you're trying to find your way between hours, um, that like that extra bit can be hard. That like getting you know like getting across the line for sixty minutes of material can be sometimes difficult. You know, it can make your life a little bit. It's challenging because you're maybe not getting the laughs in the places you want or you're maybe not familiar enough. Like when an hour is done and you're ready to go, you're just so used to what comes next, what beats happen. Even if you're playing around and improvising inside of those those spots, you can still find your way. And you know roughly where the beginning, middle, and end are going to be. You know, okay, i got to be here. Like on my last special, um, uh, As Good As or Better Than, which there'll be a link at the end of this. It's on YouTube, and you can see um, I have a very specific sections of the material of what I'm doing. I'm building the material in a certain way, so I want this section about this, this section about this, this section about this, and I know whenever I get to a certain part of a certain section, I kind of know what's coming next and where I'm going. And right now, because I don't have uh, that stuff memorized and I don't have all that material in my head, um, the first part of it is much more like that's flowing much more smoothly. I'm starting to play around and improvise, but because the second half of it is higher degree of difficulty to do. That's why we did... 
the dark show was so that I had a chance to try out uh, most of the material that's going to be in the second half of the hour. And it worked really well. I was very, very happy with it for an audience that knew what was coming. But the problem is when you tour venues and stuff, you play places where they may not know you, where they may not know what's coming. It makes it uh, difficult to spring that on them. You don't want to wreck the show. You know, you're having a good time, and then all of a sudden, baby coffins. I mean, they don't want to hear that. Or maybe they do, but it, it's, it's hard to take that chance. Because ultimately, you know, my job is to do my job. I'm supposed to close the show. I'm supposed to uh, make everyone happy. And uh, so far, it's been working. Uh, but in Summerland was the first place we played this uh the Summerland Arena, uh, like the banquet hall attached to it, don't we didn't play like <laughs> we didn't play like three thousand people. We played um, uh, the Summerland Arena, and, and there's a little uh, banquet hall attached to it, which is was set up a bit like a theater, and it was really nice. Uh, but it wasn't a huge crowd; it was a, it was a small crowd. But for me, the first first audience uh, of the tour that felt you know like okay, I can take some chances. Uh, and we went to Kelowna, BC, which is uh, which is great. Really fun place, you know, packed out, really great, uh, fun show. A little more quiet because of the heat. I think people were a little sedate, but it was a great audience, really liked it. And uh, and then uh, we did Vernon, British Columbia, which was the first show, I think, that kind of, uh, like, really kicked off. Okay, like, I figured it was effortless, and we are having fun. And, uh, and then uh, we did uh, uh, Kamloops, British Columbia. That was great, too. And then I went home for a day, hang out with a kid, which was nice. I took myself home, spent a little time with the boy and, uh, and the lady friend. And, uh, and then back up we came, and then uh, we did, uh, what did we do, Williams Lake yesterday. Uh, oh, no, Williams Lake. Then we did uh, Cornell yesterday, which was a theater, which was nice. Uh, it was nice to do a theater again, even though it was in a high school, which made me feel weird. <laughs> I was like, I haven't been to a high school in a long time because <laughs> I don't have any reason to go. I'm not R. Kelly. I'm not looking for women. Um, hey, right? Fuck R. Kelly. Hey? I know that probably that's the least. I mean, can you imagine if he's like he was like, oh man, it's bad enough getting sentenced all these years in prison, but then some comedian I've never heard of said, "Fuck me" on a podcast. That's just mean. <laughs> oh well. Um, yeah, and then we're doing Prince George tonight, which is always great. Fans always come out here, and then uh, we're doing uh, Smithers tomorrow, which is a cool little uh, mountainy town uh, to the west, and then Terrace, uh, which is uh, right far west. And uh, all these tours um, are put on by OK Dope. Uh, OK Dope is a uh, it's a it's run by a guy named Nash Park who's hosting these shows and opening and producing, and uh, they're really great shows. They're really good. It's it's nice to see someone um, bringing comedy out there and really putting the effort in. So, and as I've said before on the podcast, I have nothing but time for people who actually want to put the work in. I I, I think it's great because I think work ethic is a is a talent in and of its own way. You know, having the talent to actually work hard is is a big thing. And I know so many talented comedians and so many funny people who just don't put the effort in. So it's really nice to see that. Um, but yeah, it's been a trip torn again. Like, again on the road, like, yeah, traveling with my little humidifier to keep my... <laughs> I'm so much more high maintenance traveling, touring now than I used to be. When I used to be touring when I was young, I used to just get in the car and just like go. Just, like grab a shower, throw things in a bag, get in a car and go. And now it's like, okay, do I have my humidifier? How many changes of clothes will I need? <laughs> just such a sensitive fellow. Been getting a little bit of homesickness too, which is uh, you know par for the course with me. But it's a little bit more intense, I think, because it's the longest I've been away from uh, the little guy. Uh, it's just since I've been on the road, and um, I mean Mikey Greenwood, of course. No, just kidding. But it's the, it's the longest I've been away from uh, my son, so it's kind of weird to get used to that again. Um, just being away and being on the road and living like this, and um, yeah, it's kind of weird, you know, eating the wrong food. God, I gotta take better care of myself. What the fuck am I doing? I mean, I had a salad today, though. Like, actually, 
tried to put a salad in my fucking face, but it's been a lot of like 7-Eleven pizza, which is not good. Mm. This is whiskey. Just kidding. I wish. If I didn't have to work tonight, it would be. But um, yeah, it's weird because whenever I do this podcast by myself, I do them sober. Uh, this is only the second one, but but I guess what we'll start doing from now on is because I didn't want to. I wanted to keep doing guests every episode, but I think it's better just to uh, just to supplement with something because I don't want you guys to feel like I've abandoned you because I haven't. And I know this one's already a little bit late, um, but we'll try and get back on schedule. It's just getting used to booking guests. You know, getting people in studio, getting people organized, and we're still kind of looking around for a different studio space, even though we did do a few at the last one, just because something a little more convenient. Um, so hopefully, we'll be able to get some of those sorted out uh, for you. But like I said, we'll we'll keep uh, we'll keep doing something on the road. You know, we'll, we'll we'll find a place to set up the camera and take a video of my giant fucking head while I <laughs> while I talk to you. Um, yeah, it's uh, it, it's kind of a. It's been neat going around, because of course, also like because of comedy, uh, because of plague, sorry, comedy's not been really something that a lot of people have been out to. Uh, and I was talking to a few of the venue owners, and you know, we've been doing some breweries and stuff like that. And I've been talking to some of the uh, uh, brew pubs, and I've been talking to some of the owners and stuff like that, and they're saying, yeah, like we just got through, and then everyone wants to come out. And it, it's, I think it's it, that's true. I mean, the, the numbers are indicative of that. People definitely want to come out to see shows. They want to come um, uh, laugh again, which is nice. And... Uh, so what I've also been trying to do, too, is before I do shows, because I'm trying to get um, my TikTok game up, because I figure, like, even though I, I, I believe TikTok is the end of the world, I think that's probably, I think Alien sent us TikTok to throw us off balance, so when they show up and look for all our rye bread or whatever the fuck they want, uh, now that we've got that big uh, telescope pointed out there, uh, the James Webb or whatever. That, by the way, I don't know if you've seen that picture online, for the one that, that NASA sent, that the James Webb telescope took, but it's... Uh, he said some of the light in there is 13 billion years old. Like, if it's powerful enough, you could actually see when I had heat in Hollywood. It's not It's not a What's Wrong with Simon King podcast unless I shit on myself, is it? Um, look at the size of my teeth. Jesus. Um, yeah, what was I saying? I can't remember what the fuck I was saying now. Just babbling on about nothing. This is what this, this is. A, it's a difficult thing to talk to you, especially with how many words I say to talk. To talk. It's basically, it's like being like the old podcast, but oh yeah, the, the owners, that's what I was saying. Sorry, you're going to have to accept my slightly ADD brain right now. Um, so um, I was just chasing butterflies all over the place, but yeah, the, some of the owners were saying that like, they're just so glad people are coming out. And I think that's true. I mean, it's, to see people coming out to things and it's so nice to see that comedy is kind of, you know, it's a little bit of that. You don't know what it's gone till it's gone. So I think people are coming out to things now and showing a little bit more love and, uh, and you know, it's, it's fantastic. It's nice to see people again. I just wish I could get my fucking hour right. Uh, or at least I could I, I could work the second half of it because the way the the process is is once the material is roughed in it's like building a house once the frames up then you can start making it look nice you get adding stuff like interior walls but we're still at the uh, you know finishing the foundation point of this hour and I want to get the last half of it done so um, I think I'm just gonna keep running that material at dark shows and just start dropping it at mics and trying to figure it out and you know uh, audience be damned if it doesn't work it doesn't work. Um, just to try and sort of figure out a way to, because like I said, I tested those jokes out. I've tested them before. I've had some of them in my pocket for a long time and just not had the ability to do them. And so now I have the ability to do them. Um, you know, I think they have the skill set. It's just a matter now of getting the stage time to do them or figuring out how to get them out there. So uh, maybe what I might do is I might uh, record some of it. Some of it's out there, but I might post some of it. Um, but anyway, I was talking about TikTok. I know where I'm going. Don't worry. I'll find, I'll get us back there. It's like it's like it's like Google Maps taking you around traffic jams. 
I was talking about TikTok. I've, I've, I've been really trying to invest in TikTok. So like just to try and see if I can, it seems to me of all the social media platforms, the one that's the most um, broad ranging, you know what I mean? Like I think, it, I think there's standup fans on there and in case, you know, case in point, we've had a few videos that have had some success and, and we've gone from, you know, sort of 3,500 followers to 12,000 or so, which I don't know what that means, but I don't know whether it's equating, it is equating to people coming to things. I don't know if they're listening to this podcast and if you are welcome. Thanks for finding me on, from the TikTok and then coming here and then seeing my stupid head. It's just like, it's just a bunch of TikToks stuck together, and it's just just me talking into a microphone in a room, which you know is probably a sign of madness. Like if you did this uh, fifty years ago, if you were just in a room with a microphone by yourself just talking, uh, the nurses would bring you pudding and special pills to help you sleep, uh, and they'd be like, "How are you doing in there? Oh, I'm doing a podcast. Okay." All right, he's doing a podcast. Are you talking to your grandchild? No, I'm talking to strangers and two guys in the Ukraine, right? You thought I forgot about you, but I didn't. Um, but now it's just par for the course. It's just normal to do this shit. Well, I don't know if it's normal. I mean, I don't think there's a lot of normal people doing this shit, right? Just like, just come home from a long day at work and you're like, you know what I got to do? I got to clean out them gutters, but I also got to do my podcast. <laughs> Only comedians and people in entertainment uh, are arrogant enough to believe that if they have nothing to offer, they should still try and offer it, which is which is what I'm doing. Imagine if I actually had a skill set I never told you guys about, and it's like, oh, by the way, I know a hell of a lot about carpentry, or I know a hell of a lot about this, and then all of a sudden just turn the podcast. Like, if you watch the podcast, every third episode is a tutorial and doing something useful. Here's how you use a lathe. Holy shit. It was a boring podcast, and then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, lathe. Today's guest is lathe. Yeah. Uh so I don't know that 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 second half of that hour it's kicking my ass. Um and then uh but I feel like like I've got some dates coming in, up in August too and I feel like I'm going to take some time cuz I'm taking a little holiday with the fam jam and we're going to go camping for a bit and I think I'm going to take a little bit of time sit by a lake drink some tequila and and try and do something I don't really often do which is sit down with a book and actually write jokes which I don't tend to do but I thought I'd give it a try. Um, you know, why not? Why not write jokes? It's only 22 years into her career. Why not try and put some fucking material on paper? Um, yeah. Oh, I'll tell you, speaking of which, I, um, speaking of long careers, I, uh, got a chance to see the new Billy Burr special. I don't know if you guys have seen it on Netflix. I think it's, I can't remember what it's called, the Live at Red Rocks or something like that, I think. And, uh, I was, uh, I was impressed. It's good. It's good. It's so nice to see comedians, you know, when they're putting stuff out, especially after a pandemic year, like that kind of thing where, you know, not a lot of people were getting a lot of stage time, and it was kind of hard to work material. Uh, it's It was really nice to see. It was a really tight, very well-put-together special, lots of really good stories and very funny. Um, you know, it's it's kind of weird when you put out a special. You, it's like it's it's sort of an all-eggs-in-one-basket situation. Even for someone like myself, I can't imagine what it's like for someone with that level of fan base. Like they're really, you know, people waiting, you know, wait a couple years for you to put something out. And if you put something out and it's not – you know, to your liking or it's not to their liking, you know, you're going to hear about it. And uh, and it was nice to see something that was, you know, I never understood comedians who were desperate to put out an hour every year. I mean, you could do it. Uh, it's only really five minutes a, a month, but I don't understand why you'd be desperate to do that. Why not just take time, hone it? I mean, I could record what I'm doing right now, probably. I could I could stumble through an hour, but it won't be anything like what I want it to be. So I'll give it some time. We'll wait a little bit, release it. I, I'm lucky enough because of the pandemic and because of how long it took in post-production, I literally just put out a special. So, you know, you don't have to really think about it until, you know, maybe sort of uh, January next year and then start thinking about recording one. But post, 
also doesn't normally take six months to a year. Normally, you can get post-production done in a couple months. So I'm hoping to be able to get back in front of a camera, um, you know, sort of like uh, nine months, ten months from now will be great. I don't know where I'm going to film it. Uh, I don't know where I'm going to where I'm going to shoot it. I don't know. Um, you know, uh, I like shooting in Vancouver. I think it's a great place to shoot, but I'd also like to do it somewhere else, you know, find a different crowd. Um, maybe the States. Maybe we'll start going down there again now that... Uh, and if you're listening to this in the States or you're watching this in the States, uh, I do want to come down there and do some shows. I've, I've been talking to some uh, clubs and some venues, that, that but that it's uh, there's a lot of paperwork issues involved in uh, Canadian comedians um, working in the United States. And uh, so there's paperwork issues, and um, there's... Um, it's just scheduling, and you know, it's it's. Uh, I literally don't have any time now until uh, October, anyway. So my schedule is a fucking nightmare. Look at me, all busy. <laughs> mm. That's coffee with butter in it. I don't know if you guys have ever had that. I used to drink that a lot when I was on the yo keto ketosis, and um, all I really did was get me to eat less sugar, which I probably shouldn't be eating. This trip has been bad for that. I've been just eating like a fucking idiot, like I really have. It's just like, and then also. Uh, Hanging out with the kid, you know, it's hot. You go for ice cream, and I'm like, what am I doing? You know, I got to stop doing that shit to myself because you need to take care of yourself, but get some exercise. I know, Carlson, you're not getting that much exercise because you're in the car the whole time. It is nice traveling with uh, other people in the car, though. I don't normally do that. Normally, I'm by myself, and you go a little stir-crazy, as evidenced by some of the podcasts I put out, particularly towards the end of my long runs on the road. Um, but I'm getting a little less crazy these days. Uh, I mean, I'm still, I'm still crazy enough, right? I'm still erasing all text messages and fucking, you know, tying my shoes a certain way. I'm still nuts. I'm just productive nuts. <laughs> productive, productive nuts sounds like a snack they used to give out, like, in communist Russia. Try productive nuts. We'll make you work much harder for state. Um, yeah, I don't want to talk about anything particularly heavy this podcast um, because I, I just don't feel the need to... I, yeah, I, I mean, this... this yeah, I don't know. I mean, see, I was just—I was literally saying I don't want to talk about anything heavy, and I was just about to get into something about like that police footage and stuff. I'm not gonna do it. I'm not gonna do it. I can't. I um, I'm trying to give myself a little bit of headspace away from, uh, you know, driving myself bananas with the doom scrolling and the misery because there's so much. The problem is too is is um, you know, sad stories, uh, stories that make you angry sell tickets proverbially, and so that it's out there. It's all over the place, and it's really hard not to get involved. And as a comedian, particularly, you feel for some reason some self like sort of arrogant um self-centered reason that you must have to comment on everything which you don't have to do but i can't help myself right that is my job is to be a fucking idiot or a wise ass or make jokes um and that's the kind of stuff that i you know often often helps me go down a tangent to find something funny but it has been a bit uh maybe that's one of the reasons i'm having a hard time finding my feet on the second half of the hour maybe because i'm trying to protect my mental health a little bit <laughs> idiot uh, I did, however, buy myself a bottle of bourbon for uh, traveling. Of course, not not when I'm driving, but like for being in a room uh, for after the shows and stuff. And um, yeah, we've uh, it was we actually stayed. I stayed in an Airbnb when we were in Summerline. We stayed in an Airbnb, which was like this little. It was like on a farm, uh, and they had like farm fresh eggs that they would put in the Airbnb for you. And um, and it was like it was this beautiful. It was this beautiful farm. It was like you're just sitting. It was quiet. It was uh, out in the country. You know, it was a good 10-minute drive to town, 15 minutes. But then, of course, town's not that big. So it was like really – we're just sitting there, and there's like geese and like ducks and horse. You know, every so often you hear a horse. And then on the mountainside, uh, you can see from the porch when you're sitting out there, uh, there was, a, I guess, a, a vintage steam train, um, like a tourist attraction. But it would go by twice a day. 
So you'd just be sitting there having a cup of coffee, you know, writing something on your computer or whatever, and you just hear, just like come, it was really cool. And it was like, you know, he's got the, the blue sky behind it. And you got, it was like, oh, that's fucking picturesque. I felt like it was in a movie, you know, like one of those things where you're just like, this doesn't seem real. This seems fake. Um, it was a really nice place. It was really nice to uh, to just get that little unplug, you know, like it was just very, it was so quiet because I'm so used to cities and everything, a constant noise, buzzing, and and it, uh, it was really quiet. It was just really kind of peaceful and you just kind of sit there at night and, and they had a little fireplace in there too. It was it was really nice. It was a, it was lovely to kind of just. It it makes me really want to unplug, you know, like get out. I don't know. The more I think about it, the more I'm like, I don't I don't know if I want to live in cities anymore. I mean, when I was a kid, all I wanted to do was live in a city. All I just wanted to be around whatever's happening. It just felt like I wasn't involved in something. I think I've talked about this before on the podcast. Anytime anything was happening, I felt like I, I felt like it was happening without me, and I just wanted to get involved. Um, but now. I think I feel like I'm at the point where I'm like, maybe it's just time to back off. I and mean, maybe that's being in my 40s. Maybe it's just uh, because of the kind of job I do, I'm just exhausted with it. Maybe it's just fucking traffic and everything else that you have to deal with. Uh, I don't know what it is, but there's definitely something that makes me want to kind of disconnect. And it seems to be getting louder. Normally, I can kind of swallow that rumble down and ignore it, you know, and it just it goes away after a while. But it's not going away now. And I, I start to feel like maybe... You know, maybe that's uh, the way, like, Doug Stanhope does it. Maybe that's the thing to do. You just move out of town away from the industry and go to the industry when you need it or when they need you, which, you know, for me, it would uh, never. <laughs> I would just get a chance to hang out and be uh, be by myself or be with the family and just be quiet and just be away from things. Maybe I'll, you know, maybe I'll take up painting or something, something like that, something that no one can really tell me I suck at because no one can tell whether it's my vision or not. So it's like that gray area of he might be good at it, but I don't think he is. Uh, but we can't say anything because he's he's supplying the booze. Um, I'm probably going to wrap up the podcast here because I've actually got to go to a show. I was going to say that what I'm doing on my TikTok uh, now is I'm, I'm trying to go live on it before I do shows uh, for a little bit just to say hello to everybody. So if you're on TikTok, uh, follow me over at uh, This Is Simon King and uh, come say hello. And, uh, you know, it's basically just, just this, but, uh, the difference being is it's TikTok and there's a little hearts that pop up in the corner, whatever the fuck. Anyway, um, thank you so much for listening to the podcast. Thank you so much for watching the podcast. Uh, these, uh, self, uh, propelled episodes are a little bit shorter, obviously, because, uh, you know, in this particular case, I have to get the fuck out of here. And quite frankly, I'm tired of the sound of my own voice. I, I never used to hear it through headphones before. It's, uh, it's a lot. I don't know how Mikey does it. Um, but uh, I will be back with some guests. Uh, I will give you an extra Patreon episode for July because we were one short. Um, and I, I do appreciate every single one of you. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, please rate and uh, review the podcast and subscribe. If you haven't subscribed, it really does help getting those numbers up. If you just throw uh, a five-star review on there or something like that, it really does help. Um, and, uh, yeah, and send me a letter at www.skpodcast at gmail.com, www.skpodcast at gmail.com. You can follow me on Twitter at Unfamous or on Instagram at This Is Simon King and on uh, TikTok at This Is Simon King. And at the end of this video, you can watch a, uh, a, a comedy special that I did. If you haven't already seen it, I think you might like it. And um, yeah, I'm by myself, but uh, you know, that's what's wrong this week. <laughs>